Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. And in this segment, we are going to be discussing the upcoming new moon in the sign of Ravity Nakshatra and discussing this transit for Jupiter through all 12 zodiac signs. But before we get started, I do want to remind you all that I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer, meaning I follow the astronomical placement of the planets at any given moment in time. And so if you're coming from a Western tropical background, these predictions and what I'm about to say will not be correct. So please just know I'm coming from a Vedic sidereal system. Okay. Also, if you want to calculate your Vedic birth chart, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings, and then chart where you can calculate your birth chart. If you want more astrology now in your week, I post two additional segments to my Patreon account, including weekly horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs. So every Monday around 6 a.m., I post horoscopes to help you begin your week and plan astrologically. You can go to my website, again, innerknowing.yoga, go to offerings and become a patron to learn more. So getting into the new moon, and then we'll do the horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs. So the new moon is going to be on April 11th, 2021, in the sidereal sign of Pisces, which is so significant. And I'll tell you why. And of course, we're going to look at the sign, but then we're also going to look at the nakshatra. And this new moon is going to be in Ravity nakshatra. And So as many of you know, Jupiter has moved into the sign of Aquarius. This is huge, okay? Jupiter transiting a sign only happens once a year. So this is the type of transit that will affect you personally, but it will also affect the world at large. So if you want to hear more about my world predictions, I already posted a segment on that. This one's going to be a little bit more micro on how it's going to affect you personally, But Jupiter entered Aquarius on April 5th. It's going to stay in Aquarius until September 15th because Jupiter will retrograde back into Capricorn between September 15th until November 20th. And then it will return to Aquarius on November 21st, 2021. And it will stay there until April 14th, 2022. So pretty much from April 5th, 2021 until April 2022, aside from those few months that it's retrograding in Capricorn, This is an entirely new cycle of Aquarius, of Jupiter being in Aquarius. And when we have this type of transit, you know, we'll have a similar one whenever Saturn moves into the sign of Aquarius 2 in 2023. But whenever we have a big transit like this, I always encourage people to take personal inventory on what the year was like. And so this is good just on a personal level to look at your success to look at your blessings, to maybe even look at where things went wrong. It's also helpful to see how Jupiter and Saturn and Capricorn impacted you. This is an astrological study. This is how you start learning astrology. Notice how this combination affected you and what was happening in your life. Notice the people around you and what parts of their life was being affected and impacted. Okay. Um, Some other things to mention is that Jupiter is the great benefic. Jupiter brings optimism, expansion, growth, blessings, generosity, philosophy, spirituality. Jupiter is abundance. 
Okay, wherever Jupiter moves, it generally brings us blessings and happiness and prosperity. So this is a really nice transit. There's going to be blessings being brought into a new area of our life. I do want to say that Jupiter is going to act differently depending on your ascendant. And I'm going to weave that into the horoscopes as well. But I do want to note that. Because Jupiter, for some people, may be really beneficial, whereas it may not be as beneficial for other people sometimes. It just depends. It depends on the house. It depends on the rising sign. What else can I mention? So again, I'll be talking about that with you all throughout these horoscopes and how this applies to the new moon. Pisces, which is where the new moon is taking place, is ruled by the planet Jupiter. So this is our first new moon of this cycle with Jupiter. And it's in a sign that's ruled by Jupiter. Incredibly powerful. Okay, it's like setting intentions on how you'd like Jupiter to bless your life and also sending gratitude because that's so important, sending gratitude to what blessings you already have and what you've witnessed through this previous cycle which we're going to talk about. Ravity, the nakshatra that the moon will be in, is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is conjoined the new moon. It's sitting in the same sign, which means Mercury is debilitated. So again, this is just incredibly powerful. It's incredibly symbolic. With the addition of Mercury being with this moon, it is going to bring an emotionality, a sensitivity. It's going to make people a little bit more touchy. They're going to be a little bit more sentimental. You may find that people are a little more reactive. And you'll find that people are creative. They're going to be innovative, artistic, expressive. These are also really positive qualities that may come from Mercury being in the sign of Pisces. The new moon in and of itself is a time to turn inward and to reflect. It's a time to set intentions. We have this dark moon in the sky that can't be seen because the moon is so close to the sun that it can't reflect any light. So it's completely dark. We plant our seeds of intention so that as the moon moves through its phases, it's almost watered with the light of the sun so that our intention can be grown into fruition being the first new moon with this jupiter transit is such a phenomenal time to set intentions for this cycle so i really encourage everyone to sit down and take personal inventory of what occurred this past year you know and i want to say i know it was hard i know it was a hard year for so many people and so you may include that you know you may start off by noticing what was challenging maybe what what did you lose you know it's okay to acknowledge losses and acknowledge that things don't feel good all the time i don't want to create this environment where all we're doing is focusing on good things because i know that bad things are a part of life and honoring your feelings and your expression of those feelings is so profoundly important so maybe noticing what didn't go well but then what got you through it and you may be in the midst of it now but what's getting you through it is it friends is it your family is it inspirational teachers 
So is it outer resources? Is it your finances? Maybe you're lucky with finances. Is it your inner resources? Is it that you had hope, that you had optimism, that you had faith? And if you're going through something challenging now, what is keeping you so strong? What are your resources? What is keeping you steady? And take note of that because those are blessings and those are things to be grateful for. And then, you know, focusing on what went well. What blessings came into your life? What did you do? What did you accomplish? It could be small victories. It could be something like you started a project that you had been wanting to start. Or maybe you finished a project that you had been wanting to finish. Maybe you... um, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe you wrote poetry when you hadn't in a long time. Maybe you made a new friend and your goal was to be more social. Maybe you learned how to better navigate Zoom. (laughs) Okay. And then the bigger victories as well. And, you know, some of those could have been big victories. You get to decide what's big or small. But maybe you paid off your car. Maybe you moved into a home. Maybe you did something really courageous. Maybe you met someone who you love a lot. So take account of the small victories and the big victories that were blessings in this cycle and really allow yourself to feel that gratitude. You may even bring other people into it. You know, if there was someone who helped you through a hard time, maybe giving them a call and letting them know how much it meant. Or if you met someone really special, just calling them and being like, you know, I'm so grateful that Jupiter brought this, (laughs) you know, maybe that might freak them out. So maybe you can just say, I'm so grateful that I met you this year. I'm so grateful that this year brought you to me. You know, it's just taking time to to find gratitude as much as you can. And also, of course, acknowledging those feelings and those deeper, complicated feelings that um, can't all be covered on this podcast, but that you know and that you feel and that you can honor and appreciate for whatever it is. And again, honoring those resources. What got you through? What's getting you through? What felt like a blessing? What is a blessing? You know? And then, because it's a time to set intentions, really just let it flow. I mean, dream big. (laughs) Focus on what it is that you want. What is it that your heart is desiring? And it could be anything. It could be something that's material. It could be a personality quality. It could be to cultivate patience. It could be to work towards getting a new car or getting a new home or maybe getting into a relationship whatever your goal is whatever your intention is and honing your attention is so powerful sitting down and writing out what you want and just letting yourself get in touch with what you want and seeing it you know and writing it and getting specific getting into detail that can be so profoundly powerful and just letting the universe know where you want to go you know honing in your attention putting energy in that direction i'm sure many of you had heard this before but like where attention goes prana flows have you guys heard that Maybe, maybe it's said differently other places, but it's essentially like where your focus goes, life force energy is going to flow into that place and help it grow and sprout. But of course, we also want real, practical, tangible things that we can do because it's still time to be dedicated. It's still time to be committed and it's still time to work hard 
because that's what Saturn and Capricorn is really wanting a lot of us to do is to be disciplined, to be structured, to have a plan. And so setting your intention, letting your dreams be big, and then focusing on this cycle of Jupiter. What can you do in this year? What are you trying to achieve in this year? How can you work towards that every month? And then most importantly, how can you work towards that every day? Because we can think and dream about what we want in the future, but it doesn't start happening until we start doing what it takes every day to try to make it happen. You know, it's the daily things that accumulate. We can't wait until tomorrow to start. We have to start right here, right now. We have to embody what it is, you know. We have to embody what it is that we're wanting. You know, what types of qualities do we need in order to receive this gift? What do we need to be doing in our life to be able to receive this gift? Because sometimes we want things, but it's just not feasible. You know, it's just not feasible for the universe to let it in yet. We have to step up or level up or change something in our lives so that the universe can hand us that thing, right? It's kind of like you can't fill something unless there is a space to be filled. So if everything in our life is just full to the brim, the universe has no place to put that thing. We have to create a space for it. We have to be willing. And some of that is just knowing that we deserve it. Because when we know that we deserve something, it really can have the power to change our entire demeanor, how we act, how we hold ourselves, how we carry ourselves, how we interact with the world. When we really allow ourselves to stand in our confidence and our power and our worth. And that's some of the things, you know, especially if it's something like relational or a little bit less of like a tangible material thing. Um, so I hope that that's helpful. I hope that you all feel some direction on how to do this. I guess giving a little bit more direction and what I do. I was talking to one of my sweet friends about this. I'm going to have him on my podcast soon. Um, we were talking about this and I love Brian Johnson. And he says to focus on work, energy, and love every day. So what are two or three things you can do in your work? What are two or three things you can do in your energy? What are two or three things you can do with your relationships? I do this every day of my life. But for this intention is it's like sitting and focusing on your intention and getting clear in your mind what it's going to take to reach this or to receive it. Like there are going to be things that you have to do, energy that you have to put forth, and then there are also going to be things that you may need to deconstruct, like limiting beliefs or beliefs around worthiness. And so you can make your own little catalog, maybe self-love every day. I'm going to do some affirmations. I'm going to look at myself in the mirror and remind myself of my worth. I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to talk to my therapist for your work. You know, I'm going to write a few pages every day for this book that I want to accomplish. Or I'm going to apply to two new jobs every week. Or I'm going to work on my resume I'm going to get someone to give me feedback on a resume. So giving yourself a few objectives of things that you can do every day to really start materializing what it is. I'm also huge for affirmations. I feel like affirmations can change so much. But anyway, that's going to take me on a different topic <laughs> because it's affirmation, it's energy, it's focus, it's direction, but it's also really just like putting in effort and putting in work. Um, but I also understand that work and effort shows up differently in the world for different people. And I also understand systemic issues. And I understand privilege. 
and I understand how these things can be barriers. Um, and I know that people listening to this podcast are capable of anything. I, I know that those barriers exist. I know that these issues are real. I know there are very real systemic issues at hand. And I 100% believe in your ability to overcome whatever it is you need to overcome to make your dreams happen. And I want to hear about it. I want to know about it. If you follow me on Instagram, I want to hear what your intentions are. I want to know what your goals are. I feel like every time I talk to somebody who listens to the podcast and they share about their life, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just feel so humble. I feel so much humility every single time I talk to someone um, and they share about their life and what they do. Just absolutely amazing. So thank you for all of you who have taken time to share a little bit. And I know sometimes I'm non-responsive for like a few weeks and then I'll go back and respond. I'm, I'm not the best, but again... Um, I always appreciate it so, so, so much. I know that I've sent a few of you guys voice recordings just thanking you all for sharing. Um, so much respect and appreciation for all of you out there working to make the world a better place just with so much love and sincerity. And just know that you have my complete respect. And so moving into Jupiter through the signs, and we will begin with Aries. So if you are an Aries moon or an Aries ascendant, remembering that Jupiter is a great benefic, okay, it's going to be bringing optimism and growth and fortune. So for Aries ascendant or Aries moon, Jupiter is going to be transiting the 11th house. And the 11th house is the house of friends and networks and community, friendships. It's also long-term goals. It's certificates. It's getting certificates. The 11th house also has to do with siblings. And so I really encourage everyone who has Aries moon or Aries ascendant to hang out if you feel safe, you know, in a Zoom call or however safety looks for you right now. Spending time with friends, networking, you're going to be meeting powerful people. You may meet someone special, honestly, because Jupiter is going to be bringing you romance during this time, some creativity and some expression. Also may bring you someone special. It may bring you a relationship, a romantic partner. Jupiter is sitting in a position that is great for siblings. So older siblings, younger siblings, the relationship is likely to flourish. If there's been any ruptures, it's a wonderful time for repair and really bonding with your sibling. I want to touch on the creativity. It's a fabulous time for creativity. If you've been wanting to start a new project or write a book, I will say if you've been trying to conceive a child, it's a phenomenal time for pregnancy or having children. So just know, have that on your radar because if you're not trying to have children, you're going to need to be really careful with this transit, okay? And again, I do want to reiterate, it's a great time to date. Like it's it's giving you romance and it's giving relationships. So if you've been considering dating, you know, you might want to jump back into the ball game. And if you're in a relationship, it may bring a renewed optimism and happiness and expansion when it comes to romance and relationship. Of course, obviously, new friends are going to be coming in, and you may feel optimism in regards to your long-term goals. You may feel a renewed sense of inspiration, or you may come up with new goals for yourself and new things that you can achieve. 
If you are a Taurus moon or a Taurus ascendant, Jupiter is moving through your 10th house of your career. So this is great for your work. I will say there may be some ups and downs with a job at some point. There may be some shift and transformation, but I think that overall it's going to be positive. You'll be meeting really powerful people through your work and getting opportunities. And it's just an overall abundant time for your career and also your finances. Okay, I think that this is an awesome time for overcoming debts, for paying off debts. It's a great time for accumulating wealth and gaining security and stability. So funny, I had a Taurus reach out to me on Instagram saying that their intention was financial security and stability. Well, this is such a fabulous year just for that. Okay, in this placement, Jupiter is aspecting other houses that are in regards to wealth. So I do definitely see an increase in wealth and stability in the home, inner happiness, a renewed sense of inner security. Such a nice time for Taurus. If you're wanting stability and security in terms of finances in your home, it's a fabulous year. If you don't plan on moving, it could be a home renovation or, you know, a change in your home in some way. If you are a Gemini moon or a Gemini ascendant, Jupiter will be transiting the ninth house. This is a wonderful time for learning something new. It's also a wonderful time for teaching. You know, if you've been wanting to take a course, if you've been wanting to teach a course, if you've been wanting to learn a new language or even like write a blog or start something on social media, it's such a fabulous time for any of these things. You may even be planning a getaway. You may find that you have more wanderlust than usual and are thinking of far distant places. <laughs> I think that this is also going to give you a renewed sense of optimism and expansion in your life. This is such a fortunate placement. I also think that this is going to be nice for financial gains. You know, you might feel kind of lucky in this area. Healing energy around the father, healing energy around the siblings or teachers. Um, you may find a new teacher that is really influential for you. It's also a great time for children and creativity. But spiritual pursuits. Spiritual pursuits are huge. Getting teachers, learning, expanding your knowledge or teaching. These are all areas that are going to be particularly beneficial. If you are a Cancer Moon or a Cancer Ascendant, Jupiter is transiting your 8th house. When Jupiter transits the 8th, it can bring big changes, transformations, or experiences with endings such as death. Okay, I do want to say that because the 8th house is the house of sudden changes and transformation, endings and beginnings. Okay. And whatever these changes and transformations bring, it's going to deepen your spiritual awareness and your intuition. Honestly, there may be things from the past that come up for you to work with and reconcile. I mean, this is an opportunity to completely grow through some of these deep-rooted things. You guys know what I'm talking about. If, if you've gone through life and you've been hurt and you've been wounded and you've cultivated these patterns or these doubts, these limiting beliefs, now is the time to work through them, get to the root of them and work it out. So if you're not in therapy, if you're not in coaching, if you don't have any of these resources, it may be a time where you choose to take some of these things like therapy sessions or coaching sessions if you're not super into that or maybe you're having a hard time finding time or the money for it do self-help books you know find some books that are geared towards self-healing 
such a powerful time. I just really want you to take advantage of it. I'm kind of a junkie when it comes to personal development and personal growth. So I'm like, you guys, jump on this opportunity. Work through these things. You know, you have the opportunity. It's right there. Jupiter is going to be really supporting it. But it might be kind of hard. You know, there might be some of these ups and downs that bring about a little bit of challenge. So I, I want to be real about that. Um, but when Jupiter is in the eighth, it's also a wonderful time for inheritance or finances, money through other people. It's deeply spiritualizing. The intuition is going to be heightened. And I think that there are going to be profound levels of inner fortitude. Whatever you're working through, whatever self-realizations you have, it's like a spiritual awakening. Okay. And you're going to really um, fortify this inner sense of stability. So now is that time such a phenomenal time. Okay. If you are a Leo moon or a Leo ascendant, of course, this is fabulous for relationships because Jupiter is transiting your seventh house of your relationships. So if you're in a relationship, be prepared for a renewed sense of optimism and happiness in your connection. And if you are single, such a wonderful time to date and get out there and meet new people and expand your horizons. It's also a powerful time for connections and business partners, meeting people who can help you expand your business. Honestly, your relationships in general are going to be flourishing. I think you'll be making new friends, you'll be making new connections, you'll be expanding your social circle. It's also a phenomenal time to bond with your siblings, deepen your connection with your siblings, repair any wounds with your siblings. Jupiter is also aspecting your, your ascendant. So you yourself are going to be feeling better. You are going to be feeling more in tune with yourself and more connected with yourself. And there's going to be just a sense of renewal. Such a wonderful time for Leo. If you are a Virgo moon or a Virgo ascendant, Jupiter is going to be transiting your sixth house. It's a wonderful time to take care of debt and get out of debt or take at least a few big chunks out of debt. Okay, this is also a wonderful time for your health and getting your health in order and enjoying the benefits of good health. So it's a good time to get on any type of exercise regimen or diet that you've been wanting to do. And when I say diet, I don't mean like a diet. I just mean making your food um, something that feels healthy and healing for whatever that means for you. If you've been considering getting a pet, it is a wonderful time for getting a pet, which I'm always on board with. So if you've been wanting to go out and rescue an animal from the shelter, it's a fabulous time to be someone's hero and, of course, you know, make a new buddy. This is a good time for finances in general because when Jupiter is in the 6th, it's also aspecting the 10th and the 2nd, which are both art the houses or houses of finances. So again, good time for overcoming debt, good time for acquiring wealth and feeling happy and optimistic in regards to your work. Again, what I really want to emphasize is the um, overcoming debt and working through debt. If you have it, it's also a wonderful time to serve and volunteer, offer charity. So if you find that maybe you have an abundance of wealth and an abundance of resources, such a good time to share and offer charity and offer your service in whatever way that means for you. Going back to the diet and health regimen, this is what the sixth house is all about. So getting all of that stuff in check and enjoying the happiness and optimism that comes through your work and maybe even be prepared for changes. You know, you may have a change of title, you may have a change of status or rank or maybe the position you're doing. You may decide to get a new job, but I think that overall it's going to serve you well. 
If you are a Libra moon or a Libra ascendant, Jupiter is going to be transiting your fifth house of creativity. Okay, such a wonderful time for creative endeavors, romance and feeling happy. You know, the fifth house is the house of happiness and romance and creativity and expression. If you've been wanting to write a book, fabulous time for writing a book. If you've been wanting to start a new creative endeavor, fabulous. This is the house of children. So if you've been wanting to expand your family, it could be a time of conception. And if you do not want to have children, just be really careful, okay? It's also a wonderful time for making new friends and your connections overall. You may meet new powerful people, influential people, just friends that you may have around for a long time. With Jupiter transiting the fifth, it is just a generally auspicious transit. It's also aspecting the ninth and the first, so bringing luck and prosperity. A wonderful time to learn something new or to find a teacher, connect with a teacher, and you yourself are going to have a renewed sense of optimism and expansion. I think it's a really beautiful time for Libra having this um, having Jupiter move into the fifth. I do want to say it's also a great time for philosophy and spiritual learnings and teachings. If you don't have um, a teacher that is significant, you may find that you stumble upon a new teacher in some capacity. You may end up teaching. You may end up sharing information. But if you've been wanting to begin a new educational endeavor, it's a really, really nice time for that as well. And if there have been wounds with the father, it's a good time to heal any of that stuff from the past. If you are a Scorpio moon or a Scorpio ascendant, Jupiter is transiting the fourth house. This is such a spiritualizing placement, okay? I feel that the inner sense of happiness and the inner fortitude is going to be renewed. You're going to feel a new sense of inner stability and inner structure. It's a great time for feeling optimistic and also healing old wounds for Scorpio because the fourth house is stuff that we carry inside. And the fourth house is also aspecting the eighth house and the 12th house. These are both incredibly spiritualizing houses. Both have to do to some level with your subconscious mind, things that have kind of been held in the resources of your psyche. So it's a good time for things like therapy and really investigating these things to get to the bottom of it so that you can really heal. It's also a fabulous time for moving or maybe renovating your home. If there's been some necessary changes that need to happen or additions you've been wanting to make, with Jupiter aspecting the 10th, it's also a wonderful time for your career and getting opportunity through your career or feeling expansive through your career. If you are a Sagittarius moon or a Sagittarius ascendant, Jupiter is transiting the third house. So this is a wonderful time for sharing and expression. If you've been wanting to build a website or an online presence, this is fabulous timing, okay? If you've been wanting to set any of this up or share any new messages. The third house is also the house of our hobbies and our skills and language. So if you've been wanting to learn a new language or a new skill set, it's a fabulous time. It's a good time to learn something or partake in a new educational endeavor. It is a wonderful time for your siblings and connecting with your siblings and maybe repairing any ruptures that have occurred. This is actually also a nice time for dating. You know, having Jupiter transit the third, it's a nice time for relationships and connections in general. So you may find that you're making new friends, you're expanding your network, maybe you're dating, you know, maybe you're coming into contact with new people in some capacity. And it is a wonderful time 
as well for business partners and making connections through your business, having influential people come in for your business. Finally, I do want to emphasize that when Jupiter is in the third, it is aspecting the ninth as well. And so it emphasizes educational endeavors, learning something new, or teaching and sharing what it is that you know, maybe traveling somewhere and learning something while you're traveling. And this is going to direct this is going to impact the father. So if there's been any wounds with the father, it's a good time to reconnect or at least um, maybe reflect back on fond memories or if he's still around, just really connecting with him. If you are a Capricorn moon or a Capricorn ascendant, Jupiter will be transiting your second house. So this is great for finances. I think that money is going to just come easily. It's going to come through your own work. It may also come through other people. So I like this period for overcoming debt. It can also be that you start a new savings account or maybe you bring more money into your savings. There's going to be something that's abundant in terms of your finances. I think that during this period of time, you may also just be drawn to sweeter food or just food in general. You may be interested in trying new things because the second house is the house, of course, of the mouth and what you're consuming. If I haven't said this yet, I think I did. It's a good time for overcoming debt. With Jupiter in the second, it's also a wonderful time to get a pet or bring a pet into your life. If you've been thinking about it, I would wait for Mercury to move out of Pisces. But once Mercury moves into Aries, I think it would be a really nice time to bring the addition of a pet. I'm always an advocate of adopting and choosing a pet um, from the shelter if you have that opportunity. It's also a wonderful time for deep transformation and having sudden and spiritual insight. I think your intuition is going to be heightened you may even be more creative. You may find compelled, you may feel compelled to write and express yourself on paper or through your words. This is just such a powerful time for you in regards to using your voice and influencing the space around you with your voice. And again, you may have some of this really deep insight come in in terms of writing or what it is that you want to share with the world. Um, it's also a wonderful time for charity. Okay, so I do want that to be on your mind as well. And I do want to give the heads up. It's possible that there are some ups and downs or some transformations that prompt self-realization. So you may have some deep spiritual insight and spiritual awakenings occur due to some losses, changes, or transformations. If you are an Aquarius moon or an Aquarius ascendant, the spotlight is on you. Jupiter is transiting your ascendant. So this is the time for self-expression and kind of starting anew with yourself. Um, Jupiter being on the ascendant, it really is like having a spotlight of grace shining on your ascendant. When Jupiter is transiting the first, it's also aspecting the fifth and the ninth. So luck and abundance and prosperity, creative energy. You may be meeting powerful people. You may be getting financial opportunities. And it's a wonderful time to learn and to grow and to expand because that's what Jupiter is all about. I think the creative flow is going to be fabulous. Be ready to receive opportunities. As I mentioned, it's also a good time to teach. It's a good time to learn. If you've been wanting to have a child, this is also a wonderful time for conception. If you do not want a child, please be very mindful. And 
relationships are going to be particularly auspicious because Jupiter is aspecting the seventh house of relationships. So a relationship may come in, you may have more enjoyment and success with dating. If you're in a relationship, it may be a time of renewed romance or just renewed optimism and expansion in regards to that. I will say it's also a good time for meeting a really powerful teacher. That is possible as well. So be ready and open for that or maybe a renewed relationship with your teacher. If you are a Pisces moon or a Pisces ascendant, Jupiter is going to be transiting into your 12th house. This is also a time of self-discovery and connecting to your subconscious mind. You may find that things from the past kind of bubble up for you to reconcile because the 12th house is things from the past, okay? You may also feel more in touch with your intuition or with your psyche, it is a good time also to make changes around your home, any renovations or necessary changes you've been happy, having. Um, it is an auspicious time to get a pet, okay? When Jupiter transits the 12th, sometimes people feel the need to kind of turn inwards, especially for Pisces right now. You may feel the need to turn inwards and to reflect and to be more um, introverted. And so having a pet may bring you a lot of happiness. It is an auspicious time to get a pet, as I've been mentioning with the other horoscopes. Um, I always am an advocate of adopting, so maybe adopting a pet from a local shelter and, and rescuing someone somewhere. And phenomenal time for traveling and learning abroad. With Jupiter transiting the 12th, this is an incredibly spiritualizing placement. And I, I really want to emphasize that. So if you're not in therapy, if you're not in coaching, it could be a wonderful time to take advantage of those resources. If therapy and coaching isn't your thing, maybe prefer the self-help route, getting into any of these psychological books where you can just understand yourself emotionally a little bit better, it's going to feel so supportive. And I think that you're just kind of in this prime time to self-discover and to self-reflect and to have really deep uh, realizations. You may also find that you have a really active subconscious mind. You may be dreaming a lot. And as I mentioned earlier, you may also be thinking about maybe changing residence or changing your home in some way, renovating in some way. It's a time for you to get settled. You know, it may be that you felt a little bit scattered. It's time for you to fortify your inner strength and to get settled and to find that sense of solidity inside of yourself, you know, because if you can get that sense of solidity inside of yourself, you're always ready. You're always safe. You're always sound. I think that now is the time to look at those parts of yourself that may be wounded from the past, that may be hurt, that may be a little bit more fragile and get to know them you know, get to have compassion with them and love with them and rebuild them, make them stronger and get to the bottom of it so that you can truly move forward. And again, great time to travel if you've been wanting to travel and um, get out of the daily routine. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you all feel that you're better prepared for this transit of Jupiter and this new moon. I am taking a little break from public readings. You can email me if you have any questions. It's astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. I am still offering my Vedic guidance consultations, which is where we meet a little bit more regularly. It's set up for us to work long term. It is set up more in a coaching format 
And if you do want to learn more about that, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings and Vedic guidance consultations. And if you're interested, you can fill out the application. So again, if you want to go to my website, it's innerknowing.yoga. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. And I'd love to see you on Patreon, patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. Again, my name is Christine. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much. Thank you.